Kawhi Leonard plays for... Who's an MVP candidate, man? Come on. Oh, he plays for the Spurs. Ah. He plays for the Spurs. Ah. He does play for the Spurs. He plays for the Spurs. He plays for the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, Damn it, Kawhi. Uh, I knew that because his name, dude. Kawhi. Yeah, I watched. And he looks like a worm, dude. Yeah, I remember that. back everybody uh we're trying something new here this is a new podcast um name pending you'll probably um, find the name by when i put this video up it'll probably have a name what are we thinking for names i mean it's a mostly nothing production so mostly nothing sports is one option i don't know if that's sticking too much to the brand or if we can come up with a more i don't know original name yeah dude i was thinking like maybe the one yard line or like the end zone club, or like, uh, or what's the the chain gang crew, or the like chain the, gang. the chain gang? That would be a pretty good podcast name, actually. Yeah, the chain gang show. Yeah. Okay. Welcome back to the chain gang show. Um, I'm your host, Sam, host with the most. Uh, you can follow me nowhere. You can't follow me anywhere. Don't follow me. Um. Uh, my my guest today, who's gonna be a regular on the show, um, first time on a podcast, um, Cameron Holton. Uh, Cameron, tell us a little bit about yourself, man. Hey, uh, been invited to come onto this podcast. I guess I have some opinions on sports. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a that's a great um, introduction, Cam. Um, I forgot to mention this is a sports podcast. We're talking about sports, um, important stuff. Important sports stuff. Um, you're gonna love it. You're really gonna love it. Uh, so for everyone that doesn't know, Cameron is my roommate. Um, we've known each other for a really long time. Um, we came up with this idea because Cameron is really passionate about sports, and I like to watch sports, but I also don't know a lot about sports. I, I know a lot about football, but like other sports, I'm pretty pretty blind to. Um, so with that. Um, we're just recording this after the Thursday night football game, um, Chiefs versus Oakland. And let me tell you, Cameron, that was an intense game, man. That was intense. Yeah, it came down to the wire. Kansas City really found a way to just screw themselves over time and time again. I mean, the last three plays, getting holding calls, yeah. just messing themselves up. Yeah, and you know, it's funny because, um, we go to school, little background, we go to school in Northwest Missouri State. Um, which is just filled, it's Chiefs Nation, I mean, everybody here is a Chiefs fan, so naturally we have to not like the Chiefs, just because everybody likes the Chiefs, so watching them lose was pretty satisfying, yeah, um, but anyway, I feel like this game was pretty paramount for Oakland, if they want to at least be able to shoot for the playoffs, or... Oh, big game, I mean, going from 3-4 and four to 2-5 and five can be everything, I mean, being closer to 500 mark, especially in a race this tight right now, especially for an AFC playoff spot. Yeah, that's true. And to see uh, the Chiefs lose to a team like Oakland, that hurts the Chiefs, man. I mean, that's not good for them. It does, not it's interesting because we saw Kansas City totally go away from what they did a week ago, where you thought, man, it's the return of the Chiefs going maybe a five-yard duck down from Alex Smith. You saw Alex Smith tear it up again this week. I mean, another 300-yard passing game from Alex Smith, which is 
something you did not see for like the first years of his career yeah. in Kansas City. Yeah, and we, the Blues was. Yeah, we always joke about Alex Smith uh, is good for the first half of the season, and he usually tanks. And we thought last week was the benchmark for Alex Smith starting to tank the rest of the season. So it was really interesting to see him come out and perform tonight. Yeah, I think another big thing for Oakland was just how big of a game Amari Cooper had. Oh my gosh, dude. He was insane. Yeah, I mean, 200 yards receiving, and that was something that you just saw them struggling to get the ball to him for the first six weeks of the season. You thought, what's wrong with his Oakland offense? And all of a sudden, that breakout game to come up against a good defense in Kansas City was really something special to see. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's true. You think uh, this is going to mean anything for Amari? Like, do they have any, like, like, wide receiver, MVP, or anything like that? Is there anything, like, that puts him in contention for MVP with that. Because that game was incredible for Amari. Yeah, that was a huge game. I don't know. You don't see wide receivers win MVP a whole lot. That's probably something for an MVP race more of an incentive game for Derek Carr. <laughs> yeah, okay. But you see, yeah. Amari Cooper, I mean, there's a bunch of incentives and in being able to have huge games, Pro Bowl selections, and all these different kind of things. And that's something. Getting him going is almost bigger for the Oakland Raiders than it is for him. I know it's big to get him involved. And just the, like, the way he means for that offense just really gets it going. It's a new dimension that you didn't see the first six weeks of the season. Yeah, and Cam. Yeah, I mean, yeah, dude. Like, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Um, so something that made us want to start this podcast was Cameron has some good ideas for some segments that he thinks would be pretty entertaining, and uh, the format would go well with this podcast. So Cameron... What is what is what is one of your segments you want to talk about, man? Oh, got one. It's kind of a sports week recap. I'll give you a kind of a shortened version of some of the biggest stories of the week. Okay. I'm kind of telling you just quick stuff. Okay. Stuff I just like to call sports week recap. So okay. It's pretty short to the point. Comes in little segmented areas, and so I guess this is our first test run with it. Yeah, man, and and to make this a little bit easier, you know, make it sound more. Um, more appealing to the audience. I'll throw in a little bit of jazz music in the background, man. I'll throw some jazz music your way. So treat this like like jazz music is playing right now, man. Like a little dun dun. All right. So here's the sports week recap. Well, first off, we had the Yankees playing, and they're looking like the team of destiny right now. The baby bombers, what they called. They're coming in hot. They're in a game five against the Houston Astros. Big week for them. Uh, Al Michaels got in trouble for a joke he said about Harvey Weinstein, which is pretty funny to me. What? A lot of people got in trouble. What happened? Uh, it was a Sunday it. night game between the Giants and the Broncos, and the Giants had a bad week with like three receivers getting hurt, and Harvey Weinstein's having a situation where he's having a really bad week with all these like accusations of like sexual assault from actresses. And oh, that yeah, 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 I remember that. <laughs> and so yeah. Al Michaels' joke was, Man, the Giants are almost having a worse week than Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> People did not take it well, but hey, I thought it was funny. Yeah, that's like a, hey, fuck you, that's funny moment. Like, that's just like, okay, he probably can't say that on TV, but come on, that's funny. Yeah. That's funny. Uh, another big thing was the Patriots-Jets game, and I'll tell you what, I am shocked, absolutely shocked, <laughs> that the Patriots found a way to get a call go their way for the game winning not to be touchdown. If you guys didn't know, it was a tight end for the Jets, Austin Safari Jenkins. 
He made this huge play on the Patriots, just trucked over Patrick Chung, the safety for the Patriots, and scored a touchdown, but he fumbled the ball just before the end zone, fumbled out of the back of the end zone. It probably should have been a touchdown, but yeah. they just didn't call it that way. Wow. <laughs> it's just really funny to see that, because you see Austin Sperry and Jenkins celebrating this touchdown, because he thought he just won the game. Yeah. And... Dude, what would that have been like if the Jets beat the Pats, bro? That almost meant the Jets were for real, man. I know. That would have been an over 500 Jets team, which is something that would not have been Unheard seen in the season. Yeah. Another big <laughs> thing is Ezekiel Elliott suspended? I love, I love what you're doing with that, the question mark, because I have personally, I have Ezekiel Elliott on my fantasy team, and I am so confused, man. Like, okay, so... Beginning of the season, he came in suspended. They lifted the suspension. He played five games. Six, six week is a bye week. They bring back the suspension the six week. What's that about? <laughs> it's supposed to be a six week suspension. So is he suspended for one week, or is it resumed for another six weeks? Well, they just they appealed it again, and so you see, it was happening in a matter of days that he went from suspended to unsuspended. And so at some point, he'll probably serve the suspension. It's just a matter of whether he'll serve it this season or next season. That's kind of the bigger issue. It's something that happened with Tom Brady in the plate game where he was supposed to be suspended like the year before, but instead last year he got suspended the first four games of the season because he just kept appealing the process. So you think he's still going to be suspended? I think he'll eventually end up serving that suspension. But it's, is it even ruled that he's guilty of what? what so what, what, is he, what is he accused of? Right he's now? accused of sexual assault, uh, a fight with his uh, either current girlfriend or ex-girlfriend, I can't remember. But the big thing is it's not about whether he was guilty or not, it's about what Roger Goodell thinks, because he's the one who has the power to make yeah, those right, decisions. Right. And that's something that like the labor group of the NFLPA, like, they just signed away all the stuff that Roger Goodell is the law and the executioner. And so, mm. basically, players can't really do anything about it. And so now, it's basically, he's gonna serve the suspension because Roger Goodell has the authority to suspended for six games for really any reason. Yeah, like regardless say, if he's guilty or not. Yeah, he could just say, I don't like you, you're suspended six games. And well, you kind of have to go with it. Yeah, right. Right. That was an interesting thing. Dude, that's, that's like so weird to me that they can just like suspend somebody and unsuspend them. And like, you know, like if you think like in the American court of law, you're either guilty or unguilty for one crime, and you can't be tried again. Yeah. So I feel like if they lift the suspension, how can you, like, reinstate the suspension? That well, seems a little it, fishy, man. They're lifting it through an appeals process, which just happens in court, too, is you can be found guilty, but then you can appeal. And so you're not technically okay, guilty so of the crime Okay, yet. yeah, yeah. But he's still probably going to be guilty, is what you're saying. Yeah, he'll okay. probably end up serving this. It's just a matter of this season or next season. Uh, the next big thing was Rick Pitino. He is actually suing the University of Louisville and Adidas for firing him because, well, turns out Louisville was paying recruits to go there. And the funny thing is, Pitino made 98% of the money that Adidas gave to the University of Louisville last season. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just a, such a power move yeah, dude, to that's... go from receiving all that money to, I'm suing you for firing me for doing something totally wrong. That's so awesome, dude. That's like... I mean, not obviously, obviously not awesome, but at the same time, it's like, that's a boss move right there, man. <laughs> it's like, I made so much money, but the fact that you fired me makes me want to make more money off of you, so I'm going to sue you. So, so what, what was he being sued for, or what, what, did he, what was he fired for? 
He was fired for a lack of institutional control almost, where it's just he was allowing this kind of stuff to happen. And it was found that he actually had knowledge that these recruits were getting paid to come to Louisville. And so they fired him because, well, that's clearly you can't but he's, do that. But he's denying that he had that knowledge, yeah. right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like whether or not he, he knew about it, that's still something that shouldn't even happen in your locker room or with your team. Like, that's just like unexcusable. Yeah. Yeah. But still, I mean, everybody loves a good scandal in sports. I feel like that's largely what keeps sports, like, in mainstream media. That's yeah. what keeps gossip going. That's what keeps people watching sports. Oh, like, yeah. That's how you get entertainment from sports every day of the week, even though sports I, events don't happen. I mean, yeah. Like, what would ESPN be really without, like, scandals? They like, built a business off of scandals yeah, in sports. Dude. Like, what would they have talked about all summer if it wasn't for Colin Kaepernick? Yeah, man? really. <laughs> and it's funny is that, like, that's probably what's keeping them out of the league, that they get covered so much and no one wants that from their backup quarterback, and yet they're calling for him to be hired and ESPN keeps going in this circle of, hey, he should be in the league right now, let's talk about this all the time. And teams are like, well, he's getting talked about when he's not in the league. Imagine how much scrutiny we're going to come under if we sign him as our backup quarterback. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really a shame for Colin Kaepernick because, he, I mean, he's a talented athlete. Well, yeah. no matter... And it's not like he committed a crime or did something hugely irresponsible. It was like he took a stand for something that... He believed was true. Yeah, and I, I mean, regardless or not of the implications of that, it wouldn't have been a big deal except for the media making it a big deal. So that's, a, that's honestly a point where the media reporting on gossip or, you know... Yeah, you know sports, sports. Uh, you you know like uh, fuck. What am I thinking of? Like sports gossip. You know, like that's that's something that negatively impacted him. You know, like Mm -hmm. that overall like messed up his career. And you know he can't be an analyst probably because of that. Or like an athlete. It's something where they're calling that he's getting persecuted by the NFL, but it's the same time it's that media covering all the time, which is making him out of the league almost. Right. If they would have dropped this like a month after it happened, he'd be playing this season. Oh yeah, we're not talking about Colin Kaepernick right now, he's a backup somewhere. Or maybe a starter with all these injuries. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, the next big thing for me was the SEC. And the SEC just has Two really good teams, and then just garbage. I mean, it's just not fun to watch. It's just power formation. It's like the University of Wisconsin football, just bad. Yeah. And so, I'm going to try and start a petition to just jump into the SEC title game, because all we really care about is Georgia versus Alabama. (laughs) That's the two, only two good teams in that, and it's ranked number one and number three in the country right now. So just give us the matchup we want. They don't play in the regular season. They're going to meet up in the SEC Championship. Let's just get there. Who cares about the rest of the SEC? You know, I'm honestly surprised they don't play in the regular season. Yeah, they're in opposite divisions, and with how big conferences are nowadays, it's hard to play teams all the time, but that's a big matchup that you would love to see right now. Yeah, I mean, right. Georgia's doing surprisingly well in a way that we don't see Georgia usually do. You yeah. see them kind of as a team that's struck to always go 9-3, and 10-2, and two, never quite be there, but they're looking for real right now. They're, What's their record, do you know? They're undefeated there. Oh, really? And, and wow. I mean, they've been destroying teams. And that's the funny thing is, like, these two teams have been dominating everybody. They've been shutting teams out in the SEC, winning mm-hmm. by 40-plus points. I mean, it's just ridiculous to watch this stuff and be like, those two teams should just be playing each other. Yeah, why are we, why are we watching the rest of the season? Do you know uh, 
how many teams are in the SEC? There's 14 teams in the SEC. Okay, so it wouldn't even make sense for them to play every team in the conference. Yeah, no, that would season. take okay. up even more than you have games. Right, in the sure. Season, so yeah. yeah. Okay. One of the big things from the NBA, the season's kicking off, and mm-hmm. we've got big headlines, you know, all these moves from stars during the offseason, and we saw some debut games last night. There were some huge games. Uh, Houston beat Golden State in a wild game. Yeah. And uh, Philadelphia versus Washington was a really intriguing game. We got these young, talented players versus a good Washington team. But the one that caught my eye was the Phoenix Suns, which is a team that I'm personally a fan of. It's their 50th anniversary as a franchise. Is their They're first, that old? Yeah, it's their first game of the season at home. With a bunch of brand new players coming in, they're a young core that is supposed to be building and building, and they're playing a Trailblazers team without their second best player. And what did they do to celebrate fit their fiftieth year? They nearly lose by fifty at home on the first game. Of the Are year. you serious? At one point, it was one hundred and four to fifty-five. What? <laughs> the final score was 124 to 76. Oh no, man. Uh, That's a bad day to be a Suns fan. It really was. Is, do the Suns have any stars right now? They've got a young on the rise guy, Devin Booker. He's a really good shooting guard. Oh, Devin, I've heard that name, yeah. yeah Devin he's, Booker. he's supposed to be a young star, and they just had a really troubling time. Yeah. I mean, it's just setting the tone for the season. You've got a. Uh, a few teams that look like they're tanking it this year. You got like the Brooklyn Nets, the Phoenix Suns, the Chicago Bulls, which is another funny story uh, in and of itself. And so my final caption is, do not fuck with Bobby Portis, man. <laughs> I don't know who Bobby Portis is, dude. The, the story of this is there's two Bulls players, and they're supposed to be a really oh, bad team this Oh, year. I heard about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. And so Bobby Portis and Nikola Miritich got into a fight, and Bobby Portis punched Nikola Miritich in the face, broke his jaw, and gave him a concussion, and he might be out indefinitely with a broken face. Oh, my God. Gosh. So the moral of the story is, do not fuck with Bobby <laughs> Dude, that's like fucked, though, if you think about it. <laughs> what were they fighting about? Did, does anybody know what they're fighting about? Like, who gets the ball? Yeah. Is it like a like a backyard fight? Like a, like a neighborhood kid fight or something? Or was it like, I make more money than you, and you're a loser? <laughs> you kind of wonder the dynamics of this stuff. Team chemistry's got to be an all-time blow in Chicago right now, man. I mean, were either of them, like... Stars were either of them no. big names. I feel like I've never heard of either of those guys. Yeah, I mean, the whole purpose of tanking is you don't have any stars on your team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was pretty much our Sports Week recap. Some of the biggest stories in sports. And I will remind you guys once again do not fuck with Bobby Boris. Do not. Yeah, that is big. Unless you want facial reconstruction surgery, I advise you probably don't talk any smack to him. If you see him out, just uh, nod and cross to the other side of the street when you're walking, because you do not want to be caught um, squaring off with him. <laughs> yeah. There's one thing that I brought up at the beginning of the Sports Week recap, which I want to kind of get into, and that's the fact that the Major League Baseball playoffs are going on right now. But Yeah, dude, Yankees, man. Does anybody really care? <laughs> like, we've been talking about the start of the NBA season, the NFL season, and it's playoff baseball, the conference title games, and yet... It's not getting much attention right now. I mean, like, we already know who's going to be in it, you know, in the in the World Series, right? It's going to be Yankees-Dodgers. We've got, well, the Dodgers did actually just win tonight over the Cubs. So oh, they, they are in the World Series, okay. but you've got an interesting series in the Astros versus the Yankees. Yeah, dude. I mean, they got the, they got the young boy Judge 
doing work for them, but like, what else does Yan- do the Yankees really have? I mean, like, I feel like they just have not been impressive. I only, I've only seen one game from this series, but what I saw, it was the the Sunday night game where they lost two one. Yeah, the and thing it about was that just like was, that was game two. Yeah, now the series is tied two two. We're heading into a game five in a best of seven series. Oh. I didn't know that. And the thing is, their bats have taken off, and it's just a matter of baseball nowadays. You either strike out or hit home runs, and so it's really either some nights are going to be cold, some nights are going to be hot. And the Yankees have just gotten hot, man. They're hot? Yeah. Their their bats are alive right now. Judge has been crushing balls out of the park left and right, man. They're dude, I, I love that dude, uh, uh, Judge. Like, what... <laughs> What's his backstory, man? Like, he's from, like, the minor leagues, right? Yeah, like, he's a rookie. He was in the Yankees farm system, which is something they're not known for. They're known for going out and right, paying they're no, bucks. Right, they're known for, like, paying to win, pretty much. Yeah, and now you've got this core of young talent in New York, and it's weird to see that they have young, good players on their team that they built through a farm system rather than going and paying hundreds of millions of dollars to people to go play for him. Right, yeah. It's really interesting that they, they got such a good catch with, with Judge when, I mean, like, he probably could have gone anywhere. Yeah, I mean, from drafting and raising him in the farm system, it's just been a whole process to see what you don't get from the Yankees. Yeah. Which Do you even really get that that much anymore anyway? You get it baseball? from some teams. Well, what happens is teams will be... You see this in most sports is teams will be really bad for a while and you go through a draft and get high draft picks and good players and the idea is once you get enough good players, you become a better team. Right. And so you see that baseball's draft is weird. I don't know exactly how it works, but you'll have teams get like number one picks for multiple years even though like they'll be like a playoff team or something like that can even so get the be, number one pick. They'll be years. good and they'll still get a number yeah, one pick. Yeah, yeah. So, weird like, thing. completely backwards from, like, the NFL. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. just a weird system that they come up with for, like, years up on end. Yeah. It's just an interesting system. Huh. But, yeah, we're in playoff baseball, and yet we're talking mostly about the start of the NBA and the NFL regular season, which I get every game means everything in the NFL regular season. And, I mean, football and basketball clearly are more popular sports than baseball right now. Which is weird, man, because I feel like baseball has a pretty huge following, and I and I think you're totally right. Like, I feel like normally during during playoff season for baseball, that's all I hear is mm-hmm. just about baseball, 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 baseball. And I'm not personally a huge baseball fan, so like, obviously, I'm like, okay, whatever, just move on so I can get back to football. But I don't even feel like it's intruding in my football watching. Yeah. You know? And you have that, like, last year it was the dynamic of, are the Cubs finally going to win a World Series? Was that only last yeah, year? Yeah, it was only last year that they won the World Series for the first time wow. in a hundred and some years. I and feel like that was longer than a year ago. Man. Yeah, there was just that long time waiting, and so that suspense kind of builds up a lot of attention for baseball last year. But sure. you got the return of a major market team in the New York Yankees, and another major market team in the Los Angeles Dodgers, who are returning to, call, to the World Boy Series. House, yeah. The World Series, yeah. It's an interesting thing to see, and it's not getting a whole lot of attention, I feel. Yeah. Dude, that's pretty nuts, honestly. I feel like, uh, you think uh, MLB will ever be on the decline? Like, a lot of people are claiming the NFL will be dead. You think that will ever happen with any other major league sport? It'll be interesting to see uh, just the dynamic with football. Like, if you see less, you're seeing less kids go in and playing football at a younger age. And so now you might see them switch to other sports. And so popular sports, you 
think they would go over towards like basketball, baseball, hockey, these kinds of other really popular Soccer, sports. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which is another inclining sport in America. Mm-hmm. Which it feels like baseball can get popular again, but right now, I mean, just the most fans that watch are from an age group of like fifty to eighty. So you have mm. their fan bases literally dying off. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, that's not something I had thought of. So you brought up an interesting point that I kind of want to dissect a little bit. You said people are saying that because younger kids are no longer playing like peewee football, you know, like that's a dying thing. Peewee football is on the decline in a major way. Um, does that mean the NFL is going to die? Like, I feel like that's just people being like, oh, I don't want my eight-year-old son to be introduced to concussions. Not to say, I don't want my son to play football. I don't want my eight-year-old son to get concussions. I feel like that's what's being said. Well, they're pretty much one and the same right now, almost. I mean, you have major issues with concussions. I mean, you played high school football, and I know you sustained some concussions while playing high school football. Yeah, and I... I I would, yeah, I had three major concussions in my, in my, like, four-year career playing high school football, um, but that's not to say, like, because of that, I would never, ever want to play football again. I feel like it's, like, any sport, injuries, if you like the sport enough, won't stop you from playing the sport. Yeah, but it's interesting starting, like, if your parents would have told you at a young age, you're not playing football. Like, my dad personally told me at a young age, you're not going to play football. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And so, if you have enough parents doing that, I mean, I grew up just never thinking, I mean, every once in a while I'd think, like, man, maybe I should play football this year, but it's just always, like, well, I guess I'm not going to play football. Right, yeah. And I, yeah, I guess that's true. It's not really up to the kids at that point. If the Mm -hmm. parents are taking away from them, I I guess that's a good point. I hadn't really thought that they'd just be switching to other sports. Yeah. Now, whether that really affects the NFL, because you're still going to have the influx of players and you're always going to have the system because football is a thing that exploits talent. Yeah. So you're always going to have kids from these down situations in their lives who will build up and get to the NFL and have these great stories that you see all the time in the NFL, people coming from poverty to being professional football players. And I feel like as long as that element exists, is you're always going to have people who are going to try and find ways to get really successful, and one of those ways through football. Yeah, and I think, I think to that point, I don't think the NFL will ever die in, in our lifetime. Yeah. I don't think it will die in our lifetime. Mm-hmm. Just because I don't see how... This injury, which is a pretty big deal. I'm not taking this lightly. The, the, the concussions are a serious thing. CTE is a serious thing. And we're learning a lot more about it recently. Um, but I don't see a major sport that's racking in, I mean, like, billions of dollars of revenue dying, essentially, in a generation. You know, yeah. that's just not something I, I think is possible. Mm-hmm. And it's still on top in all major sports by a lot, at least in America. Right. And right. you see these problems in other sports. I mean, soccer has huge concussion rates. Yeah. yeah. It's still the most popular sport in the world. Yeah. I, so, we mentioned I had concussions in high school, and I actually did some research on concussions when I was in high school. And the number one sport that has concussions isn't the NFL. It's women's soccer. It's professional women's soccer. That is really interesting to think. I mean, just from sheer numbers. I guess in the NFL, there's only 32 franchises. It's pretty limited. But you wouldn't think of women's soccer as being a huge sport to be able to get all those concussions. I guess yeah. maybe at the high school level you would see it pretty popular. No, but it's like professional 
women's soccer has the highest reports of concussions. Which is interesting because, like, is their play style that different? I don't watch much Major League Soccer, so I don't really know if there's an answer to this. But is their play style that different from men's I mean, they professional could, soccer? They could be doing a lot more cross the field like kicking sure. to try and get headers right at the goal, which I don't know if that's more popular women's soccer than men's soccer. Again, I'm not huge into following soccer either, so mm-hmm. I, I don't know exactly all the stuff for that, but I guess you could see it in a sport like that where you're getting a ball coming 60 miles an hour at your head. Yeah. I mean, this is bound to happen at some point. Yeah. Dude, I think uh, just one last, one last thought on this. I think technology is going to save the NFL. I feel like there's going to be something um, with the padding and the protection that will save concussions or at least reduce them. Because obviously penalties are good to have, fines are good to have, suspensions are good to have to reinforce the the no um, like targeting, no head-to-head contact penalties, um, which are like obviously shouldn't be in the league. Yeah. But... I think those aren't going to stop it. So if we have protection that will help stop it, I don't even know what the protection would be like. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know if we'll ever see it go away. Because I mean, at the end of the day, you can't stop concussions happening in a sport where you're having head-on collisions or where you're having just collisions in general. If you just like people get concussions just from getting hit and hitting their head on the back. Yeah, like falling down, yeah. just hitting your head on the ground. In a sport where you're constantly having your head get knocked around, it's just impossible to get rid of concussions in that situation. But I think you can... You can uh, reduce it, for sure. You can reduce sure. it. I don't know to what extent you're going to be able to reduce it. I, I mean, again, it's just a matter of hits. I think you see these big highlight head-to-head contact hits, which I don't know how much percentage that actually makes up for concussions. Yeah. I mean, you can get a concussion on almost any play playing, playing football. Yeah, I mean, just like... As a lineman, virtually any play you could get a concussion. Maybe every play you get some form of concussion. Mm-hmm, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I don't know, dude. I think I think the NFL is in a state right now where it can't be on a peak forever. I mean, yeah. there's valleys, peaks and valleys with every every sort of ent- entertainment. I think it's just in a little bit of a valley right now. Yeah. I don't think it's on a decline. I don't think it's going out. I think it's just in a valley. Yeah, and you're seeing a rise in the NBA, which is a much safer sport. Uh, in basketball. Oh, is it much safer? I mean, you don't see people dying from brain injuries from playing basketball. But you see people breaking their ankles. You see that, that's a rare injury. I mean, you see that, you see, I mean, there have been cases of, what, Paul George and... Dude, it happened this week. Yeah. The season opener. But I mean, this is the first time in two years we've seen a play like that. And before that, you didn't really see it at all. Cam, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I know dick about the NBA. I know names. I know teams. Don't know anything else. I'll tell you this. It does not happen in the NBA very much. Even Paul George's injury, that came when he was playing for Team USA. Not in oh, the really? NBA. Uh, Kevin Ware's famous injury came at a college game. At a college game. game, yeah. I mean, you just you don't see injuries like the Gordon Hayward injury last night in the NBA. Nearly ever. You can see torn ACL sometimes. Uh, Derrick Rose, famous, destroyed his career, really. Yeah. Uh and, I mean, that's not as gruesome an injury to see, but you do see torn ACLs in basketball. You see that in football a lot, too. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that, I feel like that's a pretty common injury among any athlete. Um, what is the injury Isaiah Thompson has? Isaiah Thompson has a, Thomas? something with his hip. 
Uh, it's like it's like bone spurs in his hip or something like that. Yeah, something along that line. Which I mean, that can be a bad injury for any athlete, really. Yeah, right. Hips. What is that? How does that even happen? Do you know? Uh, I think it just comes from wear and tear on your hip and that kind of stuff. Like like which, loss mean, of cartilage or something. Yeah, that can happen. Yeah. And yeah, all that kind of stuff is bad for athletes to have. Yeah, yeah. So, and I'm not pressuring you, but. I think there's a segment that could tie in pretty well to what we were just talking about. Do you have that segment prepared, man? <laughs> I do. So one of the segments is, I like to think I'm pretty knowledge in sports, especially uh, basketball. It's one that I grew up playing, grew up loving. And so uh, the funny and, thing is, yeah. Sam doesn't really know much about the NBA. And I, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I like to lead on people um, with the fact that I know a lot about the NBA, but I really don't know much about the NBA. Like my favorite player is uh is uh Dwight Howard. <laughs> uh, I don't think he's playing anymore, man. He does play. He, he does, does play. play? Some, yeah, he plays for the Charlotte Hornets. Oh, oh, that could have been a question for you, man. Dang. Ah, oh, yeah. All right. So our idea is basically I'm gonna go down some of the players from the this. Current this past year's All Star NBA All Star game, okay. I want to see how many of these players that Sam can get right. But we want to kind of make this fair, and so he can pick a topic. Uh, I don't know a whole lot about stuff that he knows a lot about. I I, I don't know if you want to even make this sports. You can make it really anything. Uh, just kind of exploit it. I don't know video games, whatever. But. I'm going to ask him a question about an NBA All-Star player. I want to know what team they play for. Uh, I want to see if he can get this right. And in return, every time he can ask me a question about something, and I have to try and guess. Okay. Okay. So let me look up the All-Star roster here. Okay, I don't have anything written down, man, but I'm thinking of something on the fly. I think this is going to be really good. Okay, go ahead. All right. So, let's start off with DeMarcus Cousins. I always know as Boogie Cousins as well. DeMarcus Cousins, yes, I've heard that name. And I want to say he plays for a team that has red in their jersey. Um, he plays, DeMarcus Cousins plays for the Timberwolves. No. He... And I know they don't have red in their jersey. <laughs> Wait, no, they have blue and, and green. Yeah, they're blue and green, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 they are. That, that is right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, no, well, that was almost a difficult one because he did play for two teams last year. So Damn he made it, the All Star game. He made the All Star game with the Sacramento Kings. Wait, actually, that's bad on me because I could have had two right. Yeah, you had, you yeah. had two guesses. Okay. okay. Um, and currently, he plays for the New Orleans Pelicans. I would not have guessed that. Did you know that New Orleans was called the Pelicans? Yeah, they changed from uh, the Hornets. To the Pelicans. Yeah, they did. They yeah, did. They did. yeah, I knew that. Alright, so we talked about Paul George recently. Uh, I'll give you the team that he made the Eastern Conference All-Stars for last Grizzlies. Season. No. Memphis is in the Western Conference. Uh, but they're on the east side of the United States. They are, which kind of confuses me too, but they are a Western Conference team. He played okay. for the Indiana Pacers last season. And he's not playing for them now. Currently plays for... Dude, I want to say Supersonics, but I know that's not right. That's actually close. It's the Supersonics move from the Seattle Supersonics to the Oklahoma City Thunder, who he plays for now. So you were kind of right there? 
Okay, Ooh. so what you're saying is the supersonics are no longer a thing. No, they're no, <laughs> they're no longer a team. Okay. Which is okay. funny because I'll let you guys know all day today, Sam has been saying that he is a supersonics fan. Which I didn't know he was actually being serious. <laughs> I was. I, I okay. So the only the only information I know is like about like maybe ten or fifteen years old because of this game I used to play NBA Street Volume Two, which came out in like two thousand four or something. I mean, I mean, so that's where all my information's coming from. I mean, that was big news though. Like, was it? Because I think I would have heard that, man. I think I would have known my favorite team switching. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay, all right, all right. And and you know you know uh, Ice Cube says the Lakers beat the Supersonics <laughs> in this song game. from the nineties, man. Yeah, well, it still holds up. <laughs> well, I guess it really doesn't hold up. All right, well, all right. So I'm zero and two. Yeah, zero for two. Okay, Do you okay. want to ask me a question from your topic? You can ask two in a row since I asked you two in a row. It, you know, I'll just I'll throw some softballs. You know, okay. So I'm thinking in my head, what's one thing Cameron's not good at? You know, naturally, Cameron's great at a lot of things. You know, Cameron's really talented in, uh, you know, Cam, Cam, Cameron's, uh, okay, so here's something I was thinking of. <laughs> okay, uh, Cameron doesn't know anything about video games. Like, literally, he has a Wii, and I think he maybe had, like, NBA 2K for his Wii, and he, like, never played that. No. Oh, you, what'd you have? Um, you had an NBA. I had the Wii Sports. I did have the 2K. I never got past the first game. Yep. I just could not figure out the controls. Yep, that's uh, point proven. But, I mean, to be fair for you, no one can figure out the Wii controls. So that's not really to blame you for. But anyway, I was thinking, what would be better um, to start the start this, uh, this word association thing than with, you know, classic video game characters? Oh, man. You know, so I was thinking, I'll throw you softball. I'll throw you softball, okay? Let's go with the easy first one. Um, okay. What what game series, classic game series, is Laura Croft from? Oh. Oh. She's played by, and this is a pretty big hint, and this is softball because this is the first one I'm throwing. You know, you gotta gotta boost your spirits a little bit. Laura Croft. You have, you really have. She's played by Angelina Jolie in a huge movie. Laura Croft, man. I'm gonna go salt. Salt what? Like, Angelina Jolie was the star of the movie Salt. Was Salt a video game, Cam? I don't know. No. No, it wasn't. Okay, Tomb Raider, dude. You ever heard of Tomb Raider? I feel like I have. I didn't know Angelina Jolie played a star in a movie. I didn't know Tomb Raider was a movie. I, I, I feel like I knew it was a video game. I did not know... Or I'm thinking, I'm thinking Temple Run. That's my bad there. Temple Run? <laughs> okay, dude. Okay, here's a good one. This is arguably the most famous horse in video games. Horse? <laughs> Alright, now. Who? Oh, okay. What video game franchise, big video game franchise, is the horse Epona from? Oh my god. Epona. What? Dude, this is big. Um, if you I mean, don't, if you can't even like just throw a softball out and like at least attempt this, I'd be surprised. Like you'd probably get it right if you just threw a name out. Oh man, I feel like you were overestimating me. I don't know. We're going a horse. Um, I kind of want to relate this to sports, so I'm thinking maybe there's like a Kentucky Derby 
2K version video game that maybe this horse was on. That sounds like some trash EA Sports game that came out in the early 2000s. Yeah, it might be. But no, wrong. It's the the horse, the trusty steed that that Link rides around in almost every Legend of Zelda game. Oh, I've heard of Link uh, from Super Smash Bros. Yeah, okay, so that is true. Cameron does play Super Smash Bros. So I, maybe I'll throw you more Nintendo questions. Alright, so let's move down to this all-star <laughs> roster. Uh, okay, back to you. Good segue. We're both, we're both 0 and 2. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So wait, let's make a let's let's make a goal. The first person to get two questions right. Shot clock violation for the other. Shot clock violation. Interesting point we can bring up. We have installed this rule in our house. We live with another roommate who might be on, might not be on another podcast. Um, it's this 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 idea, this concept of a shot clock violation, where any time. You do something douchey, or it's just a penalty if you don't know, if you're arguing and you want to settle something. Um, it's called the shot clock violation. Whoever is wrong, whoever loses, has to take a shot. And it's of whatever trash alcohol we have in the house that we're looking to get rid of. So, I'll agree. Let's shake on it. Alright. Shot clock violation. Alright. All right. So, what, first one to two. First one to two, correct. Alright. And you can't scale this so I purposely lose. Go on your original plan. And, and I'm not going to make this impossible for you yeah, either. I mean, it's a list of all-stars. It's only so much I can do. <laughs> okay, it's man. It's just a list of the most famous players in the NBA. Okay, man. All right, let's, uh, let's throw it to the other side of the all-star game with the Western Conference. Um, let's go Russell Westbrook. Oh, come on. I know that. That's the... Uh, the Thunder. Thunder. Oklahoma City. It's the Supersonics, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, I'll make a little sound effect. Bing! Point Sam. Alright. Alright, alright. Okay. Let's go, uh, Mark Gasol. I thought it was Paul Gasol. Mark Gasol's Pau Gasol's brother. Did you say Pau? Yeah, Pau Gasol. Uh, I don't believe he made the All-Star team this year, so he no. plays for the San Antonio Spurs. Is that not Paul Gasol? No, it's Pau. What's well, lame? It doesn't even rhyme. Yeah. All right. Well, well I mean, neither, neither does Mark, but Mark is his brother. Okay. And you said this is from the uh-huh. East? This is from the West. Oh, this is from the West. Mark Gasol. Gasol plays for... The Warriors. He does not. Uh, okay. It's an interesting choice there. He is a center who plays for the Memphis Grizzlies. What? Dude, you said they were on the... Oh, you said they were on the West. Yes, I did say they were on the West. Damn, dude. Which is weird because the Warriors are known as a three-point shooting team that does not invest any money in centers. Well, I did not know Mark Gasol was a center, so screw you, man. All right, man. All right, shoot away at me. All right, Uh, I'll just make this quick funky con. What, what, What do you want me to do with that? Funky con. What what video game is he from? Donkey Kong? Okay, Donkey Kong isn't the name of the video game, dude. What? What do you mean it's not? Oh, God. All right. What the hell? Funky Kong, man. What, what video game is Donkey Kong? Called? Okay, we can we can do... Donkey Kong is the game that came out on, like, the NES, where it's, like, pixelated and he's throwing barrels down 
the slopes and you have to jump over them. It was like an arcade game. But it's like a monkey. I feel like I've played this game before when I was really young too. Probably with you. Yeah, you probably have. You probably have. Um, Can you think of the name of the approach? And it, I'll take really any name that he's in. Any game that he's in. Not just the first one. Man. Um, oh, God. This is, I, I don't know. There's at least three of them. Alright, man. I I feel like you knew it was from Donkey Kong, but it's Donkey Kong Country, man. That's when Funky Kong first came in. And that's a pretty huge oh. discretion, dude, because oh. Donkey Kong... It's the same name... Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. So this is a Donkey Kong video game, and they just made Donkey Kong Country. Well, don't... Okay, so he's not in certain Donkey Kong games, dude. He's, he's not in a, Diddy Kong Racing. But he's in a Donkey Kong video game. He's in a Donkey Kong video game. Put it up one for me. Alright, alright, 1-1. One, one. Alright, that's fair. I thought I was going to get you on that, but alright. Yeah, 1-1. One, one. Debated my way out of it. Alright, yeah, okay, well, whatever. your second question. No, you only asked me one, so you get to go back to your next one. No, I asked you two. I asked you Russell Westbrook. Okay. Russell. Oh, yeah, 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 you're right. Okay, let's think here. Um... Um... I'm thinking like a Nintendo character, so it would be easier for you. Remember, I get the second one, and it's all over. Okay. Um, what is Ryu from? Who's Who's Ryu? What What game is he from? Pretty big franchise, and this isn't necessarily Nintendo. Man. Um, wow. Ryu. Is he in Is he in Super Smash Bros? He is in the newest Super Smash Bros. Huh. Um, gosh. That's... Uh, I could give you a huge clue right now, and maybe if this is your first point, I'd do it. But since this is a game winner, I'm not going to give you the clue. And I'll, I'll tell you after I... I'll have I've, no idea either way. Alright, just throw out a guess. You just have to guess. <sighs> League of Shadows. That's a Batman... That's the what the shit, man? Man, the <laughs> League of Shadows. I don't. It sounds. It sounds like it'd be a video game. Okay, okay. He's from Street Fighter. Oh, Hadouken. Oh, yeah. That's who that yeah. dude is. Ryu. Okay. Yeah, Ryu. Yeah. All right. He's man. got the red headband and the gi. Huh. Yeah. Huh. All right. Well, uh, I guess my turn here. So let's go with Demar Derozan. Oh, Derozan. He plays for. Uh, I've heard DeRozan, dude, I swear. Because I thought it, there's a song that says, uh, I'm like DeRozan, if I shoot it, it goes in. I spy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but man, I can't think. For, I, and I thought they were just saying D-Rose. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think he plays for the Bulls. No, that's who Derrick Rose played for. He plays for the Toronto Raptors. Toronto has a team, dude. They do. Drake's a big supporter of them, man. The Raptors? Yeah, the Toronto. I thought Tor- I like. I thought Drake liked the Warriors, man. He likes Steph Curry, but he's a Toronto Raptors fan. Oh, I thought he was a a Toronto a baseball fan, like the Toronto. I think he's just uh, Toronto sports fan in general. But yeah. you'll you'll see him a lot during like the playoffs when the Raptors are in it. He'll be have courtside seats to all the Raptors games and that kind of stuff. I did not know there was a team called the Raptors. Yeah. Did not know that. That's pretty dope. I think they're my favorite team now. Alright. The Raptors, dude? So like, Raptors. actual, like, like, dinosaurs? Yeah. That is dope, man. 
So Raptors, you uh, you just gained a fan today. Yeah. Congratulations. You gained a really loyal fan. Let's go another one. Uh, one of my personal favorite players, uh, more from college than the NBA, but I do like his NBA career. Let's go with a uh, first-time All-Star in Kemba Walker. I knew you were going to say Kemba Walker, and he plays for the Timberwolves, man. He does not. He plays for the Charlotte Hornets. Dude, stop picking the same teams. Dude, this was not the same team. And I thought the Hornets weren't a thing anymore. No, they moved from New Orleans to Charlotte. Wait, so what about the Bobcats? They're no longer a franchise. So does Michael Jordan still own? Yeah, Michael Jordan. They, the, the, the Bobcats Hornets. just changed their name to the Hornets. Okay. And the Hornets changed their name to the Pelicans. Well, that's confusing. A little bit, yeah. But they were originally Charlotte Hornets, and then they went to New Orleans, and now they just got renamed back to Charlotte. Huh. Which, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was two questions. Okay. Um, all right, well, I'll do kind of a two-in-one thing here. All right. All right. Um, and this is pretty specific. Oh, boy. Uh, but I think, I think the name will give it away pretty well. Um, and this is a classic. I, th- I feel like anybody that's a gamer knows these names. Uh, okay. Captain Price and Private Soap. That sounds like a dishwashing video game, man. Dude, okay, if you just name the series, I'll give it to you. If you just name the series. Pokemon Universe. No, man. All right, man. Call of Duty, dude. <clears throat> Call of Duty? Call of Duty, man. Price and Soap? Yeah, Call of Duty 4. It's like the one of the... And Modern Warfare 2, man. Those are like the... Oh, come on, Cam. Alright, man. Alright, so I guess it's back to me then. Yeah. Let's go with... We might have to do a lightning round here pretty quick if it doesn't end. Okay. Let's go Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard plays for... Who's an MVP candidate, man? Come on. Oh, he plays for the Spurs! Ah. He plays for the Spurs! Ah. He does play for... He plays for the Spurs! He plays for the San Antonio (laughs) Spurs. Uh. Damn it, Kawhi! Uh, I knew that because his name, dude. Kawhi. Yeah, I watched... And he looks like a worm, dude. Yeah, I remember that. I guess. Kawhi. Sure, yeah. yeah, dude. Alright, shot clock, dude. Yeah, that's you, a you, shot clock. You deserve a shot. Yeah. yeah. Alright, dude. Well, uh... Any other, uh... Interesting segments you have? Um... Well... A little bit of backstory. We do live in Maryville, Missouri now. But we are originally from the state of Nebraska. From Omaha. And, of course, the biggest thing in the state of Nebraska is the Nebraska football program. Mm-hmm. And recently, well, I guess for the past 15 or so years, Nebraska's had struggles with their football program. Pretty trash, yeah. Um, one big thing is going through what people think needs to be done. You see this kind of generation gap. And from the people who saw those championship teams in the 90s who want you to just run the crap out of the football. Dude... Those people, sorry, you can finish your. I'll I'll, I'll come back to that. Yeah. And you see a second, which I think is what you're kind of fitting into, is the generation after, in which uh, I mean I think you and me probably see this in a different way, in which Nebraska has to get up to date. Has to evolve. It they has to, to come with current times. Yeah, yeah, you have to have rather than trying to go back in time to an option offense that you see that is largely Georgia outdated. Tech and yeah. maybe run and get eight and four seasons off. Of Maybe on a good year. Yeah. Uh, you probably need to update to a spread version offense. One that you saw kind of under Pelini, but 
executed a lot better with mm-hmm. someone who knows offense. Sure, yeah. Uh, that'd be a nice thing to have in Nebraska eventually. Like someone who knows offense, yeah. Yeah, that would be. Yeah, that would be. That would be very nice. <laughs> that would be key. That would be like uh, maybe the next like step in. What's in the funny program. is both of Nebraska's prior offensive coordinators ended up being offensive coordinators at Texas, and one got fired in three years because uh, Texas kept having losing records. And the other one is currently the offensive coordinator, and Texas does not look very good still. I thought Texas was doing well. They're like three and three. Weren't they ranked at the beginning of the season? Yeah, but I mean, it's Texas. Yeah. People are going to override them. Yeah, that's true. But I guess it's interesting to see kind of this generation gap in which you see people saying, well, look at Wisconsin. They're a really consistent program. Uh, and they basically took Nebraska's form. A former Nebraska player is the athletic director of Wisconsin, brought that style there. And you see them win. They've won two or three Big Ten championships. I, I don't count one of them because one year they were 7-5 and five when they won, and Ohio State did some illegal stuff, but they went undefeated that year. Yeah. And so Wisconsin got to go to the Rose Bowl, even though they were 7-5. and five. And they didn't but deserve it, yeah. There's this idea of... People want Nebraska to be Wisconsin, but I just don't see why. Like, the thing is, that standard was national championships, and Wisconsin's never won a national championship. They've never made a college football playoff. And, you know, maybe someday they will. I tend to doubt they will. Not this year. What you see in trends of teams that make the college football playoff is prior years they have like top 10 recruiting classes and Wisconsin is usually like a 30th ranked recruiting class and they mm-hmm. just don't get the talent to do it which makes sense Wisconsin's not a rich football hotbed and who wants to go play at Wisconsin yeah that's true it's mainly uh white people from Wisconsin yeah, yeah. very very big deal to play at Wisconsin if you're from Wisconsin mm-hmm. I guess mm-hmm. but that doesn't help you out a whole lot which that doesn't help you out in Nebraska a whole lot either because not a whole talent in Nebraska but they don't really recruit from Nebraska. That's actually kind of a problem, isn't it? Like they have walk. Like they're like the only one of the only schools that actually appreciates their walk-ons. But yeah. like, they don't really recruit in-state. Yeah, which they have three offers out to in-state kids for this upcoming for the 2019 class. Oh really? Uh, but the problem is that many people see this in two different ways. As man, we need to recruit Nebraska. Bring back people caring about Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Like, somehow mm-hmm. these players don't care about playing. Like, yeah, they want right. to lose. Like, right. yeah, let's just go out and play terrible against Ohio State. That sounds like a great plan. Right, guys. like, they don't, they don't actually want to be there. <laughs> yeah, I've never gotten the yeah, whole idea. Yeah, that doesn't make sense to me at all. So, yeah, let me just go play at this university to be bad for years. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, you see this gap in, like, how fans think, and it's just weird to see two totally different sides and see which side will win out. Well, I think inevitably the youth will win out. Just their mindset, you know, because if, I mean, Nebraska keeps making changes thinking it's all going to work and it's, it hasn't worked. It Nothing works. And, and the idea that people, like, dwell in the 90s yeah. is, like, really unhealthy That's, for the, yeah. for the, the, um, the program, you know, like, it just, it's like no progress at all, mm-hmm. you know. And speaking of the 90s, one of the big candidates people want Mike Riley out after a 56-14 loss at home to Ohio State. And one of the main coaching candidates is Scott Frost. Uh, he's the quarterback really? of the 1997 National Championship team. He's currently the head coach at Central Florida. Before that, he was an offensive coordinator and wide receivers coach at Oregon. I thought he was 
offensive coordinator in Nebraska? Was he, uh, in he wasn't. He's had opportunities to come. I don't think he's ever come because they didn't offer him a big enough position, I guess. Huh. But, uh, yeah, he was a wide receivers coach there when Chip Kelly was there. So okay. he runs an Oregon-style system, and right now he coaches at Central Florida, mm-hmm. which it's going to be interesting to see if he wants to come to Nebraska because in Central Florida, you're in the center of a hot recruiting bed in Florida, which to run an Oregon-style offense, which is spread them out, have really fast guys, and just have speed. And Central Florida's ranked right now, right? They are. They're doing they, pretty well. They're a 20-team in the country. Yeah. I mean, they, uh, they play a weaker conference schedule sure, playing sure. in a lesser conference, and Nebraska mm-hmm. can offer a lot more money than Central Florida can. Mm-hmm. But it's just interesting that people want to bring Scott Frost and say that he'll bring back the like, glory day tradition of the program. <laughs> yeah, he's running this Oregon-style. He's running the new, new, new age. Yeah, it's... It's almost like like they're getting tricked. Yeah. Like, but they'll but they'll eat it up anyway because mm-hmm. it's Scott Frost, you know. And it's funny that people did this same thing with Bo Pelini a few years back. Bo Pelini was a defensive coordinator in Nebraska in the early two thousands, mm-hmm. and people loved him. Then he went off to the NFL to be a defensive coordinator, and people were like, "Oh man, if only we can get Bo Pelini back." He was a defensive coordinator at LSU when they won the national championship. Mm-hmm. And people were like, man, this guy's going to fix Nebraska. People will know what Nebraska stands for now. And yeah, I remember that, yeah. What, six or seven years later, they win nine games a year, and it's not good enough. Showed nothing. Yeah. Shocker. Yeah. Do they even win anything in that time period? They made it to a con- they made it to a couple conference title games. And, yeah. Never. The closest they ever got was that last second play with Texas and that conference championship game in the Big 12. Oh, yeah, I remember that, yeah. And they really never got close again after that. Yeah. And so it's just, like, you need some sort of answer and some sort of coach that's different who can win with a talent level that Nebraska should be expected to bring in, which is, you know, like, they could probably be a top 20 recruiting class each year. You Mm -hmm. know, it's still a national brand, and kids still want to come to Nebraska, Mm -hmm. but you're not going to be able to out-recruit an Ohio State, a Michigan, a Penn State. And so it's, I mean, do you adopt a Wisconsin system and kind of know you're never going to be able to quite be there? Because we've seen in recent years Wisconsin go to the Big Ten championship game and just get shit on by Ohio State, by Penn State. Mm -hmm. And you see the reason for that is they have better athletes and they run an offense that really is advantageous to the athletes. And when you're running an offense like Wisconsin, where you're being really conservative, if you're down by two scores, you're not going to be able to get you're back. You're not going to come back from that. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely uh, I definitely think almost like the Big Ten is is not a healthy place for Nebraska to be in if they want to thrive, man. Like, I feel like, okay, it's good for the school as a whole mm-hmm. because they're making more money. You yeah. Know, that's a good thing. But in terms of competition, like... It just makes us look like ass anytime. It's just Nebraska a whole different anybody. league. It's just you yeah. switch up a whole type of different style. And yeah. It's one thing is like, you can either be Wisconsin. That's maybe the upside of looking at that type of offense. Mm-hmm. But the downside is you could be Iowa. And Iowa, I mean, like every like six or seven years, they'll have a really good year and go they'll have a good season. Not yeah. really deserve it and get destroyed in a bowl game, or maybe <laughs> win a close one every once in a while. I know they did a while back, but then yeah. you have years of just six and six and is that gonna fly with Nebraska fans would you take having undefeated and getting beat bad in a major bowl game and then six and six seasons no 
That's the short answer. Yeah, no, this is people not, will not it's take not a that. standard that you expected in Nebraska, but what exactly are you going to do then? Because it's either you're going to be Wisconsin, you're going to be Iowa, and you're never going to quite be there, or you're going to not be there. So, do you think, um, bottom line, do you think Mike Riley's out? I, I mean, it's it's tough to tell now. I mean, it's only three seasons in. I mean, yeah. You have a disaster and you go like five and seven, or even like if you just get beat insanely bad by Penn State this year, mm-hmm. you'd probably see it happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, new athletic director got in, so he might want to make his hire. Uh, but if they go seven and five, keep it reasonably competitive against Penn State, I think you see him back. Which isn't necessarily a bad thing. He's good at getting talent in. So if anything, I mean, if the next guy comes in and takes over, he'll have a lot better talent to work with. Which mm-hmm. is what you saw with Pelini after Callahan got fired. Because Callahan could recruit, couldn't really coach. And Pelini's most successful years getting to that, nat- that uh, yeah, but... close to the national spotlight in that Texas sure. championship game yeah. was with a lot of Callahan's players. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much what we had to discuss in this week's podcast yeah Cameron you brought up a lot of really good segments man I I think this uh you did really good for your first podcast man thanks man yeah that was that was fun stuff all right that was fun stuff thank you very much everybody um Cameron you want to give yourself a little bit of a plug here for everyone uh yeah my name's Cameron Olson uh I just joined the artistic 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 challenge family he's a part now um Cameron where can people find me online uh, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, I'm not going to get my username. Probably not going to look me up on Twitter. But uh, yeah, okay. I'm on Twitter. <laughs> I'm on Instagram. I'm on Snapchat. Look up Cam Holtzen. You'll probably find me. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. That will do that for uh, this week's installment of the Chain Gang. Chain. Yeah. Is it just Chain Gang, you think? Yeah. Chain Gang yeah. podcast. That is this first installment of the chain game podcast thank you very much everybody for listening cameron hit him with the outro man uh we'll be making our adjustments and we'll be back next week all right love you guys you know you're like (laughs) (laughs) okay Okay, bye My niggas are savage, ruthless. We got thudders and hundred rounds too. My bitch is bad and bullshit. Cooking up.